Hello Explorers! Welcome back to Flight 1331 on Niantic Wayfair Airlines. At the end of Season 1, we successfully dropped off Lachlan in Brisbane, Australia, and we picked up Chris in Season 2 for our journey to Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, by way of Charlotte, North Carolina. We'll be taking off for Season 3 momentarily, so please make sure your carry-on badges are stowed securely in an overhead compartment or under the seat in front of you. Make sure anything disc golf is on the tee-off and not the basket. Mobile phones, tablets, and other electronic devices should be turned on, and you should be logged into your Wayfarer account ready to review. There are six emergency exits on this plane and six sections to review each nomination. Is the location appropriate to be visited by pedestrians? Is the submitted photo, title, location, and description accurate and informative? Is the location a permanent, tangible, and identifiable place or object that place marks an area? Is this a good place for people to meet and socialize? Is this a good place for light physical activity? Is this location significant to the local community? Your in-flight snack will be avocados. Please take a moment to locate your nearest ambassador, keeping in mind that they may be behind you. Report any suspicious activity and shenanigans for the integrity of the Wayfarer map. If you're seated in an exit row, please review the responsibilities for emergency exit seating, including, but not limited to, reviewing all your criteria and making sure you've passed your Wayfarer test. If you are unable or prefer not to do this, please let us know and we will be happy to show you the skip button. Our status for takeoff is currently upgrade next and we are expected to be in the air in approximately three days to seven months. On the back of the safety information card, which is in your seat pocket, you will find examples of coal. Don't be alarmed if it's in German. Just do your best. Alles gut. Take care opening overhead bins as the criteria clarifications within may have shifted during flight. If you have any additional questions, please consult one of our helpful community bulletin boards situated along the aisles approximately 25 centimeters apart. Trees, live animals, and any seasonal decorations are not allowed on this flight. We ask that your seats and tray tables are in the upright position and you are prepared to review a minimum of 25 nominations before takeoff. Please do not submit any private residences, K-12 schools, body parts, natural features, or any photos taken from a vehicle. Also make sure you do not mention any Niantic games when making nominations. However, be on the lookout for historical restaurants. We like these. Little free libraries are not prohibited for the duration of this flight. We encourage them as long as they're located along the road verge. Also, as the cabin door is closed, the footbridge to the terminal is no longer considered safe for pedestrian access. Fasten your seatbelts. We're now 99% to upgrade and next in line for takeoff. Thank you for choosing Niantic Wayfair Airlines. Enjoy your flight. Recently on the Wayspotters podcast, you heard my dad say... Here's an idea. Here's my idea, Chris. This is why I want to pass on Niantic for their uh, communications, their next AMA, record it and put it out on video, put it out on YouTube, do a, do a video AMA where you have someone looking at the camera, reading the answers. And it can be the same format that they use, but just someone like we're doing reading it. I think that's so much more personal. And I think if they're listening, I would love to see them do a video AMA.
Hello, agents, trainers, keepers, pilots, eighth wallers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome, welcome to episode number 105 of the Wayspotters podcast. And more importantly than that, it's episode number one of season three. Chris and I have a lot of great stuff planned for you this season. Uh, just like that little skit. That little skit was really fun that we played at the beginning of the episode. That was really fun to, to kind of put together. And as we've always said here on the Wastebotters podcast, we have three goals. And if you guys have been paying attention, this is your test. The three goals are educate, entertain, and excite. <laughs> and here at the Wastebotters podcast, we want to do everything we can to help you become a better wayfinder. Waste Spotters, as always, is brought to you by the good people of the Pokemon Professor Network. And today is Friday, January the 19th, 2024. And as you can see by the show title, we're being invaded by the Southerners. Not again. Didn't we do this already like a couple hundred years ago? Anyway, um, <laughs> by Georgians. And we're joined by two very active members of the Georgia Wayfarer um, Discord. Sarah Amanda and Lizzie B. Darton. But first, before we get to our guests, let me check in with my main man, Chris. Hey, man, what's up? How much, buddy? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing very, very well. You doing okay today? I'm doing good. I'm finally healthy. I feel good. Good. Nice you look good. Outside. It's cold. It's sunny. It's good. How, I feel good. How much snow's on the ground? I'm up excited there? for today's show. Yeah. How much snow's on the ground uh, up there? Not much. Not well, much. Not much to a Canadian is probably a lot to a Southerner. So what's your not much? Oh, it's like like a couple inches. Oh, okay. All right. That's a lot. That would shut down Charlotte. Two inches would completely shut the city <laughs> down. Like cars would be on fire. Like it would be just pandemonium for, for two inches. And I'm sure it's the same in Atlanta if you had two inches of snow in Atlanta. So, all right. Let's kick off season three the right way, Chris. Let's go ahead and get to our movie quote. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, take it away. We believe they are of the of the same exoskeleton type, and obviously not Russian or North Korean. Are we talking about an invasion? We intercepted the message from your special ops team. These things can be hurt by our, by our weapons, and now they know it. Mm. So for those of you paying attention, that is from the movie Transformers 2007, because today we are talking about an invasion. But before we get to an invasion, let's see if we have any of this out here. And now, the latest Niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast, presented by the Pokemon Professor Network. Yeah, Nothing? Okay. All right, yeah. I don't think that they've fully come back from anything for the for the first part of the year. So this is, what is this, three weeks without news? What are they doing over there? Three weeks in a row without news. So we should know. be expecting some Something big news, cool. right? I think well, I'll, I'll, I'll DM the team again and ask them what they're doing, and then they can continue not to respond to my messages. So we'll just kind of keep that going in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do this real quick. Topic number one. All right. So for topic number one, we're going to change it up a little bit. So we've talked a lot in season two about uh, the rural trainer. I think we did three or four different episodes, how to help show love and support to the rural trainer because they need it. Um, however, we cannot overlook people like myself that play and nominate in a bigger city. So we wanted to bring on two people who are very prolific and active in a big, big city, Atlanta. So we want to bring in our guest, guest uh, Sarah Amanda and Lizzie B. Darcy, 
who are active wayfarers, Pokemon Go player. Well, I'll let them introduce themselves, but they are a big part of the Georgia Wayfarer Discord, and we feature things from that Discord on here. So we want to take a minute and welcome our guests. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, thank you. You can see our guests for audio. You're about to be introduced. So ladies welcome thank you for coming on the podcast and before we get started i'd like for you to do us a favor take a couple minutes introduce yourself sarah amanda i'm going to let you go first hey so um i started wafer back in may 2021 i nominated something at my other office and i thought okay i forgot about it eight months later a email just magically appears one day in my inbox it's been accepted i'm like cool i will do more of this and so that's how i started doing wayfair um, in June, I started Ingress. I was like, oh, I could get double nominations. Maybe I'll just breathe the experience points by opening up the game every day because my work area has a lot of portals around it. And um, a month later, I, I got to level 10, I think. Wait, a month? Quick. Well, maybe it was a two months. I don't know. It was pretty quick. Jeez. I mean, there's a lot of portals. I would just wow. walk around and make triangles. Like, since you can make fields inside fields inside fields, I was like, oh, I don't have to plan. I can just keep throwing three links every time and make a three triangles. And then I just wait a week for it to degrade and do it all over again. It's, it was uh, it's good. Although when I started, it was I remember June because it was like they had it's like rainbow during that month. And I was like, why does it look like a rave? Because <laughs> like, it was first time I seen the game. But anyway, um, anyway, since then I've been doing like two nominations every day for over i guess it'd be like almost a year and a half wow now. that's pretty impressive anyway i haven't okay. stopped are you more of a nominator or more of a reviewer it depends on how what metrics you're looking at because i just said i do two a day so that sounds like a lot like but i do review a lot also because if you don't review then nothing's going to get through so but that being said i probably only review half as much as lizzie darcy i can't see so I'm, not, I'm never going to catch up at the rate I'm going. I get too distracted. She's a grinder. We're going to get to her in a second. I have a whole section for how hard she grinds, but we'll get there in a second. And then finally, Sarah Amanda, what other Niantic games do you play besides Wayfair, Ingress, Pokemon Go? Tell us all, all everything you do with Niantic games. Well, I also play Pikmin Bloom because it's a nice, chill walking game. Um, and then I also play Monster Hunter. In fact, I'm actually that's probably the one I'm playing the most because it's a good game. Um, and I still log into Ingress so I can get my daily hack in. I love collecting keys. So that's nice. what I do in that game. Right on. Well, again, this isn't your first time on the podcast, but welcome back. So let's go on to our other guest, Lizzie B. Darcy. So Lizzie, tell us what is your history with Wayfair? Hi, uh, I started playing Pokemon Go, um, in January, 2021, because I was not getting out of my house at all. I think some of us probably recognize that. And I was like, this is this is not good for me personally. So um, I had a friend start playing and she was going out walking around. Um, and pretty soon after I started playing, once I got into it, I was like, there's so little around. <laughs> there's so little around me. Um, I live in the suburbs. And so it was kind of a wasteland with a few islands of good stuff. So for me to really play at all, I had to drive. Um, 
you know, like five, 10 minutes to get to the closest like little downtown area, which isn't too bad, but you want to be able to like walk around and play without having to drive somewhere to walk around and play because it's kind of like driving yourself to the gym, right? <laughs> it's like you wish you could exercise on your way to your exercise. Um, so my first nomination, I just looked this up, was in March of 2021. So the moment that I hit 37, 38, 38. The moment I hit 30, no, it's 37. 37. 38 is editing. Yeah. When I hit 37, I hit the ground running. I put a couple things in. And then as you do, I kind of got depressed that it took so long for nominations to process. <laughs> um, I would say my history as a Wayfarer has been very like sort of off and on as, you know, good things happen and I get motivated and I want to go, okay, my cat is hitting the laptop with his face. Um, <laughs> But, um, Another reason yeah, for people so to go and watch the things- YouTube so they can see your cat. <laughs> yeah, so I um, I would have good things happen. I would get motivated. I would submit a bunch of things, and then I would get upset about something. You know, getting just those ridiculous um, rejections, things like that. So very off and on. I'm more consistently a reviewer than a nominator, um, but I have done a lot of both. Um. And I do technically play Ingress, but it's only with the dream of someday having that extra 40 nominations. So <laughs> what level, what really level are you at at Ingress right now? Um, I'm halfway through level seven. Okay. So you're not that far. So, away. you know, I've got, a, I've got a lot of grinding ahead, um, but I am committed enough to Pokemon Go. It's hard to find the time for that. Gotcha. So do you have all the badges you hey, need ma'am. for Ingress or is it just AP? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. All right. You don't need to. <laughs> I'd give Sarah Vanda my phone and she'd be like, oh, Yo, you need to work on this badge. Yeah. Um, all right. So that is awesome. So that's a great introduction to that. So the reason why I wanted to bring you two on when Chris and I talked about this is we've owed Sarah Amanda a comeback on, on the show for a long time. Like, like Sarah Amanda's probably a year of a dude coming back on. And then, uh, Lizzie, when I got to meet you last weekend, when you guys were in Charlotte, you're just very interesting and you have a lot to offer to the Wayfarer community. And Chris and I thought this would be a great opportunity for you to share kind of your thoughts and your strategies on how you approach Wayfarer, because it's very different than a lot of people that I know. Um, But I want to start off with this. And this is something that I think I want to ask every guest for season three, because I think we're going to get a lot of answers and we can put a clip show together for the end of the year and have something for Chris's YouTube. So, Lizzie, I'm going to start with you. You get 60 minutes with the Wayfarer team. What are three things that you're bringing up to get fixed slash changed? Okay. Um, the first thing that came to my mind, uh, was the fact that right now, if you don't have your home location set, you actually can't review any nominations. So I've seen a lot of people in my local community say that they're not willing to set their home location. They don't know that they're going to be living in the same place for the rest of their life. Um, and, that they're not going to review until this has changed. And they may not be, you know, the biggest reviewers in the community, but it's like, you know, the three or four people who do the bulk of it aren't going to push every nomination through. You need other people to review. And those casual reviewers really don't want to set that home location um, because 
the only way to change it is to go to Niantic. And I think you can only do that, you know, once or twice during the time that you're playing. Imagine if you move every year, if you're in the military, I mean, there's people don't just live in one place for the rest of their life. And even you may not want to review for your hometown forever. You want to have the option to change that. My personal take is that the home location, just like bonus location, you didn't used to be able to change outside of challenges. Now you can change it every three months. I think home location should be modifiable once a year. And if that were the case, it would be fine if they want people to have their home location set. But with the home location being locked in forever without a message to support, it's just unreasonable to expect people to set that so that they can review. So they either need to take it back to where you can still review without a home location or they need to make that modifiable because this just isn't this is a system that's asking people to stop reviewing. I love that. I've never had anybody bring that up before. And that's that's great. I love it. Chris, what do you think about that? No, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, my home location is I set my home location to Oshawa when I had moved to Cornwall and now I'm back in Oshawa and you typically uh, you get locations or you get reviews for the area that you play in naturally so I will kind of want to change mine to somewhere else now mm-hmm. but yeah it would be great to, ch- to be able to change it every yep. year I have mine set to Portland Oregon because that literally is my hometown and I'm in Charlotte so I get to see stuff from back home but I get your point all right so what would be the second thing you would bring up to Niantic in your 60 minutes so the lie emails they're really bad like you sh- whatever they put out it's like it'd be nice if you could read me like okay great communication information but it's like oh no the email like this sentence doesn't actually mean that you need to put it through the like email translator so like for example the um the new email that comes with some of the rejections from the ai like it says, you know, oh, you should try to improve your nomination, do X, Y, or Z. But then if you look, like you log in and look, it's marked as a duplicate. So it doesn't matter what you do. It's not going to get accepted. You're wasting your time. You're wasting everybody's time. Lying email. And then, um, and of course, there's always that mention of the contribution page for your edits, which like, I'm like that dog in the house on fire or like, I've accepted like, okay, we're not getting this. I'm... It's not great. It'd be nice if we had it. It's fine. fine. But the emails keep saying and have been saying it's very, um, it's no good. We, we, we've done a couple of different shows specifically on communication. And I think the one that drives me crazy, and I got this today, I, I, I went on the forums and I did a location edit. And the message I got back was we made the necessary changes to the waste spot. And I'm like, what does that mean? Did you move it or did you not move it? So then I got to go to Intel and take a look at it. I think appropriate communication, like you said, Amanda, would be we looked at it and we decided to move it to where you you wanted it to go or we put it somewhere different or we left it in the same spot. But we made the necessary changes to the waste spot. That means nothing to 99% of the people in the entire world. That doesn't mean anything. It Those, those emails frustrate me to no end. Like they might as well just send you an email that says... We got nomination. Stuff happened. Thanks. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's about as good as in the, in the edits on the contribution page. I will I will not let that go. That will be my bone this year. This yeah, that was going that's, to be my bone. That's definitely my point three. I know Amanda said she's given up on it, but I'm like, 
you know, the people who are really serious about it, like Amanda, have spreadsheets or servers where they track what edits they put in. I'm not that serious. So I'm pretty sure I have duped myself and caused some of those confusing edits where you're like, why are there 27 edits for this one thing? Because it's hard to remember when you put your edit in three years yeah. ago that you didn't just think about editing it, but you actually did submit an edit. Um, and since the emails have been saying for like three years that you can see them on your contribution page, surely you should be able to see them on your contribution page. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, it's, and you know, I have a bad habit of deleting those emails cause I'm like, I don't need to take action. And so then I don't know that it necessarily later I forget, oh no, I did actually need to go like vote on that photo, but I've deleted the email. So now I don't know what photo I had to vote on. Um, so it would just really help having a record of all of that. And also, you know, people like Amanda would be able to get stats to see, you know, how many photos has she updated in the Atlanta area? And I guarantee it would be a terrifying. If number. there was only an app where you could. Oh, name right. Sorry. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Go. Okay. So currently it's not really easy slash possible to remove duplicate not like waste spots that are in lightship only um like you used to be able to say hey help chat there's a duplicate here's the here's the here's both locations and this one's correct so please remove the other one and the last few like i did that during the spain review challenge i would see like oh this is a duplicate mural this is pretty obvious like i can tell this from far away across the ocean surely help chat agrees and they did and they removed it uh, the last few times I tried doing that during the challenge, they were like, here's the Pokemon Go help form, and here's how to remove it in-game in Ingress. And I'm like, I literally can't see this in my mm -hmm. game, so I can't remove it. And it's in Lightship. Um, anyway, on one hand, it's kind of like, well, what's the big deal? You can't see it in both of them in your games, but it's really confusing to a reviewer when you see the stuff nearby and you see like all these extra things that shouldn't be there, and you can't remove them right now. It's annoying. All right. I think we kind of went over what we think is the biggest issues in Wayfarer right now. So here's what I want to know. I, I come on week after week and I whine about how long it takes for things to go through in Charlotte. And I've gotten emails of people that are like, okay, Jamal, we get it. Stop it. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing it because it's my show. Um, but what's the backlog? What was the backlog like in the Atlanta metro area before the challenge? I mean, it was like Charlotte. So when you were like whining about Charlotte, like you were the only person in the whole world with this problem, I'm like, <laughs> hello? Because yeah, it would take like over a year. Like eventually, thankfully, oh. old nomination push. And so since I was nominating stuff like two, two, two every day, I would like get like a wave of emails once it started to catch up to where I was, which was fun. Um, but now since the challenge has ended, it's like, cleared out it's like crazy um we've gotten stuff through like in a week naturally yeah it's unheard of that before. still freaks me out when something comes through that fast i'm like what happened what happened <laughs> so now that welcome to yeah i know yeah yeah don't even get me started with your like 75 upgrades <laughs> or whatever. And you don't even need to use them. And I'm over here to like review uh, until like 4 a.m. to get one upgrade so I can get something pushed through. So Lizzie, so um, the, uh, the backlog is cleared out a little bit. So one of the problems that I've had in my area is because the backlog was so big, I would end up nominating something that someone else had already nominated. And then by the time mine went through, it would be a duplicate because somebody else was two, three months ahead of me, and I had no idea um, that they had nominated. Have you come across that, or how have you 
has that issue come up with you? And if so, what's your kind of thought about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a few cases like that. Um, I got a couple legitimate duplicates. And of course, you know, you get the email and you're like, what do you mean that was rejected? That's so good. And then you go look and you're like, oh, it was a duplicate. Okay, that's, that's fair. Um, but yeah, just going back to the because there used to be a duplicate. email. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you look at it and you'd be like, oh, it's a duplicate. Right? right? Well, there was I swear there was a duplicate email. I mean, it could be before my time. I didn't. I there was there was a, recently. No, like, there was what? a duplicate email. Like, that's yeah. that's good. So yeah, there was. Uh, but yeah, I did. I managed. I mean, our backlog went so fast that there was really like I caught some of them. Like you know, one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, the hotspot place that you nominated got approved," and I was like, "I didn't get an email about that." And it's like, "Oh, someone else actually nominated that same like very popular hotspot restaurant." So I was able to go in and withdraw it. So I was able to catch a few, um, but yeah, I mean, there were a few duplicates that came through. Um, you know, we at the Georgia Wayfarer server run by C Princess H&B um, definitely join if you're wayfaring in Georgia, either long term or short term. If that's something you'd like to do, it's a really great server. I love hanging out there with my fellow nerds. And um, we do have a shared map people can join on IITC so we can see each other's nominations, even our potential nominations. Um, so, you know, that allows us to be like, oh, someone already nominated this. Personally, I don't really mind if someone else wanted to go through and do an upgrade or something back in the olden times of the year long wait. If they wanted to upgrade it, like for sure, go ahead, go around me. I'm not willing to do it. Um, but, you know, overall, it's just one of those things that's going to happen. It's a problem caused by the backlog. Um, I mean, Niantic let those backlogs get just so wild for like, pretty much any area that has a lot of players. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's a problem created by that. Unfortunately, the duplicates, if you don't know that it got approved, it is going to just increase the backlog. So that was part of our problem too, I think, uh, you know, or, and also the stuff that's not in Pokemon Go, you can't see it. If you're a casual nominator, you don't understand why that giant sculpture in the park right. is not a spot. And they're never really going to understand why it keeps getting rejected. And if their email doesn't say it's a duplicate, they don't even know anything is going wrong if they never sign into Wayfair. Right. So, I mean, a lot of these problems are created by the way that this database gets really used by Niantic and the fact that they don't send out accurate communication to educate people. Great. Now, that brings me to another thing. And are you familiar with the term snake? I don't know if it's something that Chris and I made up, but snaking someone i don't know All either right. i mean i know yes. you've said it so but I don't snake know let, let me explain snake and i've done this to people and it doesn't feel good and it's been done to me so let's say for example we're pre the the challenge and things take forever and backlog and i come across a nomination that i see and it's in an area and i'm like i've nominated that i've totally nominated that and that's not mine so then i go in and i upgrade it to get mine to go through before theirs because I like my picture better or I like my location better or I think theirs sucks or theirs is in the wrong part of the cell um, or just a myriad of different reasons. I think I, I've said it on here before. I'm a very selfish wayfarer or I see something and I'm like, oh, my goodness, why do they nominate that? And I've gotten the car and I've driven over there and taken a picture and nominated something and upgraded it on the spot. 
Um, that's what we call snaking something. So have you ever been snaked or have you ever snaked someone? I don't know if I have been snaked. I mean, how would I know, right? Who are these other people that are actually doing nominations? But I definitely have upgraded stuff to beat stuff through. I mean, I'll we'll be doing we'll be reviewing me or Lizzie B. Darcy or someone, and they'll be like, "Hey, look, Amanda, it's your favorite," and they'll post a picture of like someone nominated a trail marker, and it's literally titled like "Past Trail Marker," and I'm like. That, that trail is like miles long. You can't call every marker on their path trail marker. <laughs> and so then I'm like, great. Well, I'll go and nominate and upgrade it. So that way we don't, A, like it finally goes through with a, a title. And then it's like, oh, no, now I'm going to go and submit a title edit and add to our backlog right. some more. The nomination, oddly, will go through much faster than that. Yeah, I've, I've snaked a few. Uh, as well. Um, you know, like I had a playground nominated near me and it, the title was terrible and I'd been meaning to go do it. And so you better believe I marched over there. <laughs> and this was when things were starting to go through again, um, you know, after everything went back into queue. And so it was like, I don't know if I can beat them, but I am going to try. <laughs> um, I did beat them. There was another time I saw a mural that I had had, I'd, I'd nominated ages ago. I saw it in voting and I was like, well, I could just upgrade. So it's mine isn't a duplicate and this one's already in voting. So it'll be done so fast. Um, or like I saw a bad nomination of a little free library that was actually a community little free library in a neighborhood. And so I drove over to that nearby neighborhood so that I could do a better job of the nomination. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do it occasionally. Um, I'm, I'm not generally too fussed though, if other people get something through unless they do a really terrible job. Um, so it's, yeah, mostly just trying to avoid, you know, the playgrounds called playground or park. Um, that's one of my pet peeves is any playground that is called a park. I know it's it's got to be a regional or like a generational mm -hmm. thing, but I really hate it. We are such nerds like that. Like, like, like I always say, there's like 5% of the population that plays this game that would get upset by that. And I think the four of us are part of that 5%. So, um, all right. Charts me now. Yeah, so Chris and I have talked about this issue before, and it came up when I was, we were doing a show where we were prepping for a show and I was talking about some of my nominations that were coming up on their second birthday. And I opened up Wayfair and I see on the showcase, one of my nominations that's been in voting for over a year was on the showcase and somebody else did it. And it was a terrible picture. Chris, remember it was that bridge and it was a terrible picture. Yep, I remember there was sun glare it was at a horrible angle, but I couldn't go and do anything because it was on the showcase and it was already in the game. So I'm like, now I got to go drive way over there, take a new picture, fix the description, fix the title. And it was just like, Oh, I should have upgraded this a year ago. So I got snaked on that. We've got another cat now. I love this. This is the episode of the cats. Um, Amanda, I want to turn this back to you for a second. Can you tell the audience what thumbing is and why it's so important for those that have no idea what I'm talking about when I say thumbing? Oh, so a waste spot can have more than one photo, like whenever people can add photos later, or if your nomination gets marked as a duplicate, the photo will just be put to the nomination it was marked as a duplicate of. And so um, whatever photo has the most thumbs on it is the photo that you see in the game. 
And Pokemon Go and Ingress, they each can have a different main photo. It won't be the same main photo. I guess it used to not be that way, but that's how it is now. And so um, thumbing is clicking the thumb on the photo or photos that you like. Awesome. Awesome. And I think the thing that, that people need to know is Sarah Amanda is vigilant about up great updating photos and making sure it's the best possible photo. And we have a, a channel in our Discord on the Pokemon Professor Network Discord called Thumbing in the Wayfarer section. And, um, and Amanda will put in there um, photos from Ingress that she wants us to go in and give a thumbs up on or she'll send us a gift and, and thumbs up. And I get to see a lot of the Atlanta area through that. So I think that's really cool. And I think that makes you like super dedicated to the game that you want to go in and make sure that's updated the most. And I really appreciate that. All right, Lizzie. Oh, go ahead. A, oh, I was going to say, I just took a look. Apparently, I have submitted 1,105 new photo emails, wow. or I've gotten emails for 1,100. <laughs> 1,100. That, that's, that's crazy. And I've gotten wow. 700 accepted wow. emails. So. That's dedication. I love that. I really, really love that. So that kind of lets me. That kind of leads me right into my my question I have for Lizzie. So let's talk Pokemon Go for a hot second. So, from what you said, you got a relatively late start, but you've been killing the game when it comes to XP and trades, um, and also reviews. So when it comes to Wayfair, so can you? You don't have to share your specific numbers, but I would like for people to know your start date in Pokemon Go, your current XP if you don't mind share or XP if you don't mind sharing it and the amount of trades that you've done in that time if you don't mind sharing that. Sure, I pulled together some stats for you. So as I said, I started playing January 24, 2021, uh mid when my friend recommended it to me. I actually as a fun fact, I did download the game sometime in 2016. And I couldn't figure it out, and I gave up. <laughs> uh, so I played for one day. I don't know if I caught any Pokemon. I think I played for about 30 minutes, and I went, this is confusing, and I removed it from my phone. Um, so, yeah, January 24, 2021. Um, it, there were definitely some frustrating moments getting started, but I quickly got obsessed with it. Um, I hit 50 January 16, 2022 which was Sphiel CD, which was fun because it was actually snowing in Atlanta for Sphiel CD. <laughs> so I just walked around my area to the like, you know, two stops right. that I had managed. Can to we make, just pause you know? there for a second, just for a quick second? Cause I don't think we want to make sure people caught that you hit level 50 in about 14 months. Is that what I'm understanding here? Uh, under, under a year, under a year, you hit so level under 12, fifty under, under a year. Okay, so I started playing on day three in 2016, and it took me years to hit fifty. Now I know there's additional things in the game and friendship and this and that, but that level of dedication and grinding says something. So continue. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, I started yeah, day I mean one, and I'm still not level fifty. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, let it be said that. I am not a person who does multiple hobbies well. So you can see if you're watching the video, you can see behind me, I've got some floating bookshelves. You can see a bookshelf. I've got a bunch of bookshelves in my house. Before I started playing Pokemon Go, I was a YA book blogger. Um, 
also some adult books and stuff too, but I was a book blogger for a number of years. My only hobby really was reading and I'd pick other things up briefly and drop them. And then Pogo became like my entire hobby. And I'm still trying to find balance in my life of like, you can read books and also catch Pokemon. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but it is, I think a little bit of a struggle. Um, and then also just, you make so many friends playing this game that it's, you're busy. Right. You're so busy. Now, speaking of friends, speaking um, of okay. friends, you're a prolific trader. How many trades have you done in the yeah. time you've been playing Pokemon Go? Um, I'm at over 80,000 trades. Um, you know, I meet up with people to trade. It helps if you have people in your household you can trade with. You know, there's lots of... And and all, we used to have the 40K trade distance occasionally. That was always a good thing to benefit from. I really miss that, Niantic, if anybody is watching. <laughs> you know, um, it's impossible to do lucky trades. People are impossible. I want you to try, you know, making a bunch of friends and getting them to meet up with you somewhere. It's very hard. Um, let's see, some other stats. I'm at 408 uh, million XP, um, 23,000 field researches, 9,000 rockets, um, but just, just so you know, there are certain kinds of grind that I just hate. So like, I don't PVP because <laughs> I can't take it. Um, and I have 39 best buddies, three years, 39 best buddies. <laughs> so, you know, like that's the grind that I hate. I'll trade, I'll do my hundred trades a day, but I cannot feed my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people can't, you know? but hold on a second. Let's not bury the lead. 400 million mm -hmm. XP in a, in two years. Three, Three years. years still, I, you 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 lapped me, so I had to pull it up. So first of all, I have so hold on a second, Chris. <laughs> indulge me here for a second. Look up your gentleman mm -hmm. badge. Yep, yep. My gentleman badge. I have done five thousand okay. three hundred and thirty-five trades. You've done eight eighty thousand. That is outstanding. <laughs> And your XP in three years is 400. I'm at 372 million. And I thought I was a grinder. Like, I'm doing like a million and a half, two million a week. Like, that's remarkable. Like, I, I love and appreciate the dedication. And I see Sarah Amanda looking at her stats right now, too. Like, when you told me that last week, I was like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. You started when? And you're where? Like, that's outstanding. Well, you can see why I needed more poke. Why I needed more waypoints around yeah, me. Yeah, right? yeah, that was, that yeah. Because that was hard. Yeah. That took a lot of traveling. Yeah. Now, um, one other question on this, and I don't know if you have this on your stat list. Um, how many way? How much reviewing do you do? I know you, you and Sarah Amanda go out as a tandem and up, upgrade and 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 do things out there. But how many? What do you how? What do you normally review? What's your number there? Um. Okay, I did. I don't know about normally, but um, I'm at over 500 accepted waypoints, and I'm at over 33k reviews. Okay, so you're you're, you're slowly so catching me there. I would there. say most days I would aim to hit 100 reviews, but I don't do it every day. Um, it was like during boring meetings, working from home, I would sit there and review stuff like that. If it's a meeting, I don't have to lead; you're just listening to people talk. Um, so it sort of depends, like, you know, how many meetings did I have that day? And then during challenges, obviously, trying to get some incubators and other in-game rewards, right? You've really got to, or those upgrades are also very valuable um, when you have a backlog. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I would say I do probably review more than I nominate, but I do nominate a lot also. I, I, I just, I, 
from time to time, I need a minute to kind of catch my breath. And after hearing those numbers, I'm going to let Chris <laughs> ask a couple of questions. I'm just blown away. Go ahead. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> well, as for Sarah, man, uh, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just looked at my gentleman badge. I'm at 1500 trades. I don't even have that badge platinum right now. Okay. So, and that's, what's actually keeping me from level 49 is my lucky trades. When we were in New York, I'd wanted to do some trades, but the whole like being in two different houses did not help with this. No. Yeah, I wanted to do a bunch of trades when we were a bunch of us were in New York, but it just kind of never happened. Um, too much to do. Way too much to do. Uh, what do you guys think the biggest issue facing Wayfarer is right now? Mm, okay, so the thing. I think it's going to be like, Amanda, that's not actually the Wayfarers team, like in their bucket. That's in like the games team bucket. But I'm like, is there anything the Wayfair team can do to make it easier for like the game team? Maybe the game team like doesn't realize this is important or it's too hard or whatever. But like Thick and Bloom and Monster Hunter Now, they don't do regular map syncs. They did like the one initial snapshot of the game. So, like, in Pikmin Bloom, on the map, all that stuff is before I start doing Wayfair. Like, I have 991 accepted way spots. None of them are going to be in Pikmin Bloom on the map. Postcards don't count. Like, postcards are not going to help people, like, do any of the in-game tasks and challenges. So, yeah. um, now, that being said, when a way spot gets removed, um, it does get removed from Pikmin Bloom. So, the map is just shrinking of things. So it's like, great, the rule player that has nothing. Their park is, maybe they have a lot of portals and Pokestops, but they have, it's still nothing for Pikmin. Um, so that's not great for those games and people in those situations. And likewise, it has this weird situation where, I mean, usually if I see something that doesn't exist anymore, I often do report it. Um, but it's really awkward. I'm like, oh, this, this thing is like, it's a Pikmin object. And if I delete it, it's like an extinct like species. I'm like making the game more awful for these players. They won't get a replacement. So, um, I mean, that might not be in the Wayfair team's bucket, but what what do we need to do to like yeah. push, push it forward? <laughs> this is important for the longevity of the map um, for these games and for like people to actually care about it being accurate no for sure and it's it's definitely something that that i think that we need to talk to the wayfarer team about next time we see them because they should be pushing that from their end and like we're creating this database for you guys to use for your games why aren't you using it and if you're up if you're updating the map to remove things why aren't you syncing the new things that are that are joining like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense why you would do one and not the other like I could see like oh like I could see like oh maybe they'll only do a full map sync once a season or once a mm. month like cuz maybe it would break something if it's in the middle of an event or whatever that's fine but like and bloom has been out for over a year and no no map syncs so I was like okay yeah mhm mm yeah. I I've talked yeah. about that yeah, struggle moving yeah. stuff is We've talked about that struggle before, and it's like yeah. the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Like it's going to take something off the map. It's going to take me six months to get something back in that cell. And it's like, you know what? That thing was torn down, but eh, I'm, you know, 
and I, I, I get help from Sea Princess about that. She even commented on that on our last YouTube video. She was like, huh, Chance and Hell Jamal's actually going to clean something up. And I'm like, I see you, Sea Princess. I see you. They make it easier. <laughs> if they make it a better yeah. system to do it, I'll do it. But some things just are not worth the effort. So before we go on to the next thing, Sarah Amanda, did you have some of your stats there? I, I wanted to make sure I heard some of your stats and see if I need it's, it's going to need me to take a breath again. Well, let's see. For Wayfair, I have 1274 total nominations. Um, 991 have been accepted. Let's see. Oh, I have only... Math is hard. I have only two digits that are pending okay. still. Used to be three digits. It seemed like that would just be how it'd be good. forever. Let's see. 12 in voting, 10 in queue, 31 in hold because we just went out of town and I need to like look through them and see i think right now we just put like the really we're, we're i'm worried about the whole ai like oh that's too much nature in the background i'm gonna reject it i mean overall call filter seems to be great except when it's not great and then it's sad <laughs> especially when it's out of town we're gonna talk about that next week um let's see i have i'm now at the point where i'm just nominating stuff just to keep like keep the momentum going so like all my i don't have anything i desperately want upgraded so i'm sitting on 23 oh. upgrades it's a nice feeling i feel so rich <laughs> you're um, like scrooge mcduck in a pile yeah. of upgrades right yeah it feels like i'm in a tub of money or something like that except it's upgrades and um yes I know you have more <laughs> because it's because oh. like before November, I was like the moment I got an upgrade, I immediately spent it on literally any. And now it's like, oh, I don't have to upgrade this trail marker because they've all gone through, which is nice. Um, although I, in the before times, the before <laughs> the before, times. in the before, the before November, time. December times, <laughs> um, if I had something sitting in queue for like a month, then I started going, uh-oh, it's probably proximity blocked. Uh-oh, somebody probably nominated it. It's like, mm, time to use my upgrade. It's in the black hole. So um, we're going to do yeah, we're so, going to do an yeah. episode about black holes. We're still trying to gather some information to make sure that we're giving out good information. But black hole episode is coming. <laughs> but um, so I I look at photos all the time on Waste Spots. And so like some of the ones I've had accepted, I will look and I'll be like, wow, there's four photos on here. I guess three other people probably nominated them all at the same time. <laughs> um, so that that's amusing. Um, so I've apparently reviewed 22025, 22,000 oh, nice. reviews. Very nice, very nice, I am, let me take a look here. I haven't been reviewing. Oh, I just got an upgrade. I literally just got an upgrade nice. right now. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> All right, nice. we, we, we'll probably leave that in. Whew, I, okay. All right. Whew. I know what I'm doing during the break. Um, I'm going to clip that. <laughs> let me mark down that time. Uh, I am at 43,561 uh, reviews. So I, I told myself I wanted to get to 50,000 as soon as possible. I don't know. I'm sure Aqua Blast could tell me the math on that really quickly, like when I could hit it if I do 75 to 100 a day. But um, I want to get to 50,000 just because I want to get to 50,000. And then that'll be a whole lot of upgrades that'll come with it. So um, 
I'm like really super excited. I got to upgrade right now. Um, all right, let's get back to the show. Um, so last thing I wanted to ask you <laughs> to was, um, and, and this is, I don't know, I'm just going to ask the question and you can kind of take it where you want it. How important is it to you to be part of an online community? Is it important to be part of an online community? If so, what are the perks or what are the downsides? And I don't know who wants to go first. So if it wasn't for like the Georgia Wayfair server, I don't think I would have been as engaged because it was nice to know that I had a place I could go to ask questions. Um, even if they were dumb questions, you know, people were active and helpful. Um, I've also started being more active in the Wayfair discussion discord because it took me a little while to um, go in there because it's a really big server. So I was pretty overwhelmed at first, but um, let's check out one channel and just read whatever I can at a time. Okay. Lizzie? Yeah. So when I was working, when I was grinding my way up to 37, really excited to do my first nominations. One of the things that I was looking forward to nominating was a little free library that was in my parents' neighborhood. And I would drive past it whenever I went to visit them. Um, and thankfully, because I knew people who actually did Wayfarer, I figured out before I hit 37 that you shouldn't be nominating things on private residential property. Um, and so that's one of many rules that like the casual player of a, any of the games might not know, right? Um, and there's just so many rules and so many guidances that have come from Niantic over the years that are disseminated by other people because I'm not willing to go read through all of the forum posts, all of the forum comments to try to figure out what the rules are to what I'm doing. Um, and then, you know, there are the things that are whispered of amongst wayfinders and all sorts of things like that. So I think without a community, it would just be so hard. There's a lot of knowledge if you want to do it well for the game and or games that you do play. Um, you know, I now try to remember Ingress when I'm nominating as well. If there's a lot of accurate places you could pin something, try to make it show up in as many games as possible. Um, you know, because why not make it? That's the main thing this database is for, in my opinion. Um, so I do think I love I love being in the Georgia Wayfarer server. The Wayfarer discussion discord is excellent as well. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not, you know, in a Wayfarer discord, definitely join the Wayfarer discussion discord. If you're in Georgia, come find us in Georgia Wayfarer. Um, it's really nice having a community of people to like nerd out over the same things with you and to be frustrated by the same things. <laughs> Am I pointing to the right part of the screen, Chris? I'm guessing you have some type of graphic up here with the link, right? Am I pointing to the right part? Or is it this way? This way? Yep. That way. All right. Nope, this way. Yes. Yes. There's a link up there right now for you to click on. So thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Sarah Amanda. And Lizzie, you know what? It's almost like we prepare this show before we get on the air, because what you just talked about is going to be a big part of topic number two. Topic number two. All right. So topic number two goes back to things online, being part of an online community. And you talked a lot about not doing things because you saw it online or someone told you, and that's great. But what I want to talk about in topic number two is kind of like, uh, what was that old Dave Chappelle when keeping it real goes wrong? Remember that? You were a Dave Chappelle fan? Okay. Anyways. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. I get triggered and I go on rants when I see things that I'm like, you're making this up. Like somebody will say, you can't do this. Like the, we did a whole show on uh, little free libraries and I did all this in-depth research on road verges 
And I came up with, I think, was a pretty compelling argument that if it's on the road, it's not PRP. Anyways, we don't want to rehash that. I don't want to go back through that hate mail again. What I do want to talk about today is as I was preparing for the show today, I often go to my nemesis, Reddit. Reddit hates me. I don't know why, but they do. So this could potentially be my first hill to die on of 2024. So I was going through Reddit and I was on r slash Niantic Wayfarer and I came across a little thread that really got me going and I wanted to share it and get your three opinions here. So Chris, can you pull this up on the screen what I put up there? I don't know if you want to pull up the thing that I clipped or if you want to pull up the Reddit page. So I don't know either one. You want to pull that up. All right. Um, is this the is this the clip or is this the actual page? This is the I pulled up the okay. Reddit page. Um, pull up the Reddit page. Okay. So this uh, it is. I don't. I can't. I, I made this too small to see the person's name, but I'll shout them out in the um, in the show notes. So this person um, nominated. Stumple. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. This person nominated a. Stumple. Uh, Thank you. A slide at a park. Um, and the, the, it says, why was this rejected? I'm new to this, but I thought this was a slam dunk. And it's a picture of a green slide in a park and there's snow on the ground. So I love it. You know, you know, you guys know, I love pictures with snow on it because I don't get snow here very often, but that's a good thing. And, uh, the title isn't there, but the description is race down with your friends on this big green slide at Otter Park. So I'm guessing it's Otter Park slide. Oh, the title is Big Green Slide, excuse me. So this person is wondering why their nomination was rejected, and they took to Reddit to go ask questions. So, Chris, if you can uh, scroll down just a little bit to bring up some of the uh, some of the comments. And the comments may have changed from the time I clipped it, but there is a clip here that says, uh, I think this is from The Real Hank Wolfman, and I, I've, I've interacted with The Real Hank Wolfman before. Uh, you were meant to have one way spot for the playground as a whole. You seem to have tried to nominate an individual piece of equipment, but the rest of your text talks about the park or the playground as a whole. Next person comments, what would you reject this under? I'm currently reviewing a similar nomination for a seesaw at a playground. The, the playground itself is already a waste spot. The permanent and distinct option, question mark. Um, someone says, I would mark it as a duplicate with the play park. Uh, just what I ended up doing. So um, then there's a couple other comments that are further down, but I want to stop there. And there was one other thing that was uh, that I wanted to read, and this is where I want to kind of start the discussion. Uh, Trevor Allen says, I remember it was discussed in a forum post somewhere, and don't quote me because I believe Niantic did prefer the way spot, the waypoint to be at the entrance of the playground as opposed to dead center or it may have just been other wayfinders. Either way, dead center would make sense since it's the way spot for the said object, whether it's a statue or a playground, but the entrance to a playground can also be acceptable because it's still on the POI, represents it, but doesn't interfere with activities of the POI, say children are playing, but a group of teenagers or adults are needing to attack an ingress thingy, I love that, and need to stand right on top of it. If the waypoint for the playground was randomly on the corner or off center, it can be argued it could be moved to the center or entrance, since that would be the most accurate location. All right. So we can pull this down for a second, Chris. All right, so we can see our beautiful faces. So as you guys all know, I am a... I'm a big firm believer of a chicken in every pot. I think that was a World War II reference or something. 
but every S17, I believe, deserves a POI in it. <laughs> 64 in every S14, right? So my park that I always talk about that uh, you guys didn't get to see when you were in Charlotte, just about every open cell has a legitimate POI in it. I have never subscribed to the fact that if you nominate a playground, there can only be one POI for the playground. Same thing for like a baseball field or, or, or something else, that if you have multiple cells adjacent to each other with multiple legitimate POIs, I don't see any reason why you can't have the slide in one cell and the jungle gym in another cell if they're two completely different things and they're in different cells. I don't see why you have to just have one. And again, I'm prepared to be dead wrong, but I want to hear what you guys think on this. Okay, so the answer, like everything else in Wayfair, is it depends. But, okay, so what bothers me about these kinds of, like, threads and posts is, like, I want all the information, and it's all here. And so mm -hmm. last night, like, Chris, like, actually found this playground. And so I was like, good job. Because, I mean, I tried. But, like, I was like, is it in Canada? Because there's a lot of, like, otter. Anyway, it was not in Canada. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, when I saw the playground, I was like, yeah, it's, like, on satellite. Like, the slide is in, like, it's, it's already a waste spot. So mm -hmm. it's a duplicate. That's what happened. Their nomination. But I guess half the people didn't decide it was a dupe, so I guess that's why it says various rejection, because that's new. We're trying to figure out what Niantic is trying to tell us. Anyway, um, so it's a small playground area. I think that area is small enough where I would just say, yeah, one waypoint. And it's unfortunate that it happens to be pinned in the same S2 cell as the park sign. Lizzie? That that location specifically is is frustrating because the pin is way at the other end of the little cutout for that playground whereas if they had just put the pin on the actual playground it would be in its own zone and it would be fine right, right? so i don't i don't want to bring it up on screen because i don't want to dox the guy because i think they left <laughs> yeah their, they did their, their information out of that post yeah. on purpose so i don't yeah, want to be that exactly guy, yeah but Lizzie? I mean, this is this is also like why we sneak people sometimes, right? Like, imagine you're in that community, you're reviewing, yes. you see that playground, you see that it's going to end up just in Ingress when it could very accurately end up in both games. You drive over there, you take mm -hmm. your photos if you can, right? Um, and it's very hard to sort of fix those things because both locations are accurate. Um, so that's part of why I Wayfair so yeah. hard. That's, you know, that's why if I see a local park that has a bunch of stuff unnominated, you drive over there and you try to do it so it'll be most beneficial to everybody um, because lots of people don't know that and they'll just submit it where they were standing or whatever, right? It might not even be in an accurate location where they're going to submit the pen. So um, my general feeling on it is based on sort of the islands that it is on. So if it's on its own little sort of pad of ground, then that's one play area. And if there's, even if it's a close by one, if it's a separate sort of play, again, I'm going off of like the playground area distinction. So if it's got its own playground area, to me, that's a separate sort of playground structure. Um, sometimes they're close together, sometimes they're far apart. So that's the general guideline you use. Occasionally, if it's like a really huge playground area that's got, you know, like, 
there's there's one near me that's massive and i got the swings approved separate from the play area but i mean it's just a huge play area the swings are set off a little bit but they are all in the same ground but usually that's what i use is like are they sharing the same ground like the same surrounding space no i love that and i and i think the premise of me bringing this up was being part of an online community is great, but sometimes misinformation can get spread and new wayfinders, new explorers, whatever you want to call us, will will see that and go, oh, this person posts a lot. This person's been doing this for a while. They must be right. And that person is not right, or, or at least I don't agree with them. Um, there's some communities that I'm in that don't believe you should be able to have multiple POIs on a softball field. So let's say you have the four softball fields, you got one facing north, one facing south, one facing east, one facing west, and you want to nominate each one of those and they just happen to lay out in the sales. Some people would say you get one for the entire the entire ball field. And I'm like, I can see like six things there, you know, but then again, I'm a min-max guy. You know, I like to nominate dugouts and some people absolutely hate dugouts. I'm not going to put something in the middle of the field, but I'm going to nominate something that's on the side there and i don't know i just wanted to kind of get your opinions i don't we don't have to to make this really long but i just kind of want to get your opinions on if you are in a discord or an online community and you see someone say well niantic wants this part of my upsetness i know that's not a word is i would love for niantic to come in there and go actually we didn't say that actually that's an urban legend actually that's a myth yeah. You know, actually, that's not true. That's someone in Philadelphia, New York, Chicago, that, you know, that's what they want in their community. That is not a rule. Or there's an AMA from Niantic Casey from 2017 or 2018 where Niantic Casey commented and said, eh, it's probably not the best practice to do this. And everybody took that as gospel. Um, those types of things really bother me because it deters people from exploring in their area and putting additional weight points on the map. And the entire reason I do this is because I want more things for people to interact with versus less. I want quality on the map, but I don't think you can, I don't think you have to say quantity over quality or quality over quantity. I think you can have both. If there's a legitimate POI in that cell, I don't care what's in the other cells, I'm going to nominate it. So that's kind of what I want to talk about kind of leading on from the kind of online community and some people say, well, this is how we do it or this is how it should be done. My feeling is, right, people who do a lot of Wayfarer tend to have a certain kind of type A personality. Um, and we all are the sort of people we want to do things right. We want to do things correctly. Um, but we're all honestly using our guts to decide what is right. But we don't want to be wrong. And if other people are doing it differently, that might suggest that we're wrong. <laughs> Um, so I do think everybody's just kind of doing the best they can with the guidance they've heard with Niantic, with what they feel is correct. Um, I've always really gone by, does it meet criteria in my opinion, um, has been a very strong one for me. So, you know, I think that's sort of what Jamal is getting at, right? Like, does the dugout meet criteria separate from the softball field? Everybody's going to have a different answer to that. Um, you know, like, I feel like 
in theory, people could use the batting cages separately from the baseball field if there's not an actual game going on, right? Um, but everybody is allowed to have different answers to these questions. I mean, I think anyone who's doing a large amount of this probably does have some standards when it comes to it. And it's not just that they want to add anything to the map. Obviously, there are bad actors everywhere. Um, but for the most part, I think we're all just trying to say, you know, I do feel like people like, you know, a, a popular one for me was always disc golf. Like I feel like disc golf courses, like they are hiking trails as well as being somewhere that, you know, I've, I've watched people at local parks, you know, big groups go in, they play disc golf together, they're walking. So for me, it's like, it's exercise, it's socialize, it's explore. For me, those were always great. And I couldn't, I mean, I could, I've heard other people's arguments for it and they're legitimate to vote how they feel. But I think that is something that we kind of lose as a community as a whole sometimes is the fact that we're all just weighing it up for ourselves. So something for me can be safe and meet all three criteria and for someone else can be unsafe and meet no criteria, right? So, I mean, that's, oh, Amanda, go. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say in um, the Georgia Wayfair um, Discord, um, I, one thing I like about that's the group is that um, I feel like it is a, a safe place for us to have discussions about, because every now and then, like um, before the new UI rollout, we would have discussions on polls and some people like you know, think polls were acceptable. Some people did not. And, you know, we just heard both people's opinions and we're like, you know, we're going to vote the way we feel, but this is why. And it was fine. It was just nice. Yeah. It is nice to, to be able to have discussions like that. I have changed my stances on things because of discussions that I've had with other wayfarers and they pointed out things that I hadn't thought about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we all just need to have a little grace with each other and try to vote our best on the criteria. And I think if we learned anything from the voting, like from the, the UI change, what I took away from that was that Niantic thought we were all being a little bit too strict <laughs> because I feel like it's really hard to look at, you know, a chain restaurant. You know, it's hard to look at like an Outback Steakhouse or whatever and say, no one socializes there. You can't socialize there. Five people can't meet at Outback Steakhouse and socialize, right? Outdoor pools. I think those were some forum comments that said residentially focused pools were not acceptable. Um, but when you're going through this, the seven questions, right? How do you say that people don't socialize or exercise at a neighborhood pool? Like you literally, you can't. Although some people do reject it for other reasons. But what I took from that, which could be incorrect, you know, as Jamal said, I could I could be wrong. But what I took from that was that Niantic would prefer to have more waypoints rather than less. Um, so for me, it's always just been mostly avoiding PRP, avoiding schools, avoiding obstructing emergency services and, you know, yay parks Um and just weighing everything on its individual merits and trying to be very honest with myself about whether I think it meets criteria. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, before we go to break, I think I cut Amanda off earlier when you were talking about your motivations for continuing to do what you do and a little bit of Ingress. So I'm going to kick it back to you, Amanda, and then we will go to break. So I love keys in Ingress. Like I'm not a saint with doing like my two nominations a day. Like, it's not where I'm at. I usually want like a key as like a keepsake for like I did stuff. So um, like when I get these key, like Lachlan, I remember would like 
give you a hard time, Jamon, be like, but what if you want to use that key? It's like, no, this key is going in this key locker, or I'm going to hang it on the wall and keep it forever. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when I open a pack of cards, like I don't think, oh, I'm going to sell these in the future for money. I'm going to use these cards. No, they're going in my binder. They'll just live here forever. So, um, so yes, I love to collect keys so much. Yeah. And when we went to New York, Randall's Island Park or whatever, it has like 60 to 70 sports fields and only like five of them were away spots. I didn't budget for that trip at all. So, or plan really anything. I was just like, I'm going to show up at the Airbnb house and hang out and not have any plans, which not a great plan. I mean, it was fun, but not a great plan. I need to plan better and have nominations available. So I, I think I nominated like five fields and they all did get accepted. So I've doubled or accepted fields. What a sad island. What a sad So much potential. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That is just amazing. I love that. And I always love when people agree with me and not Lachlan. So let's go ahead and roll the music and we will go to break and we will see you right after the dad jokes. Hi, this is Anthony, the CEO of Foundry 6, and you're listening to the Waste Waters Podcast. This is Sarah Amanda. Justice for Pikmin Bloom. It needs a map sync. You're listening to the Waste Spotters Podcast. This is Genji, and we are listening to the Waste Spotters Podcast Show. Are you serious? This again? It's season three. What do you call friends that you listen to music with? Earbuds? What do you call the person that has the keys to the bathroom? The can opener. Why did the plain peanut go out and hire a bodyguard with all his money? Simple. He didn't want to be assaulted. What do redheads like Chris use to make sandwiches? Gingerbread. What do you call an overachieving bicycle? A tricycle. Do you know why Abraham Lincoln was not allowed to use the restroom? Because he didn't clean up his Lincoln laws. How did the sea captain feel about being thrown overboard? Nah, he was a little bit salty. Uh, All right, everybody, welcome back from the break. Hope you enjoyed the dad jokes this week. And I I wore the Bass Pro Shops hat again, but I put it on backwards this time because I was trying to be cool like the kids. So, um, yeah, that was that. So let's go ahead and jump into the next part of the show. And that is Waste Spot of the Week. Let's take a look at a beautiful example of what the Waste Spotters podcast thinks you should be nominating. We proudly present the Waste Spot of the Week. All right, Chris, go ahead. Take it away. All right. Waste spot of the week this week comes from L. Croft in the Georgia Wayfair server. And it is a gorgeous mural. We love our murals here at Waste Spotters. It is, the title is Girl and Tiger Mural. And the description is, it's one of Kikeko wall paintings. This is in Honolulu, Hawaii. And it is a picture of a white Bengal tiger and a woman kind of sitting, standing right beside it. And her arm is around the the neck or the, the mane of the, the tiger. And it's on 
It looks like a bit might be like a story and a half, two story yeah. mural. Uh, there's some red, pinkish flowers strewn in there. It's just, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous mural. It, is. it really is. It's beautiful. And I had it. A supporting photo was terrible <laughs> because you can't see the mural at all. But I had a chance to meet Laura Croft about a year ago at the regionals in Charlotte. She and Sea Princess came to the regionals, and I got a chance to meet her. And um, I'm like, you know what? Since we're having this Atlanta invasion, let me go and dedicate everything this week to the Georgia server. So this is from Laura Croft. But I love it. I think it's great. I love the colors. And, um, you know, if all goes well, I will be back in Hawaii someday. And if this is in the game, I'll go spin it and send everybody a key. I've been working on the way fair all the live long day. I've been working on the way there just to pass the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, Jamal. I found some coal. All right. Coal of the week this week. We're going to do something a little different. Chris and I are not going to do coal of the week this week. Our guests are. So I went back and did a little internet sleuthing. I don't want to call it stalking because that's kind of a negative connotation. But I went back through the Georgia server and I found coals that uh, Sarah Amanda and Lizzie B. Darcy posted in that server. And I clipped them and put them here. So, Lizzie, I'm going to let you introduce your coal uh, for coal number one. And we are going to bring it up on the screen for our YouTube viewers. And you can tell them what they're looking at. All right. The title is Yorkville. Fire Station 7, description designates a area for people to know where Yorkville Fire Station 7 is located. The photo is of the fire station sign, and it's probably pinned slightly off in the parking lot. Um, if you look at the satellite view, um, it's probably a sell off from the correct position. It's not an entirely ridiculous position and it's probably where they took one of their photos, honestly, or their GPS just shot them over there. Um, even people I've known who have nominated for a, like off and on for a while, didn't know initially that you could move the map to make it accurate. So they'd just stand there and hope for the best. Um, <laughs> which there's there's my tip pro tip of the day don't stand there and hope for the best uh the gps just shoots you to the randomest places hope is not a no. strategy um so i mean this person probably honestly doesn't really know any better it might be a younger player or a very new player and I, there's only two things on the nearby so i do feel bad for this person um you know if post offices qualify why not your fire station um, I'm sure they don't know about obstructs emergency services, but sadly, um, this nomination isn't very well done and it just solidly doesn't qualify for obstructs emergency services reasons. Um, but I hope that some kind Wayfarer will travel out to Rockmart, Georgia and nominate them some actual stuff and maybe update <laughs> that nearby photo. Yep, I... Right, Amanda? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a road trip. Road trip. <laughs> you never know. We might do it someday. All right. Awesome. So we will go on to cold number two. All right. So yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, cold number two. So Amanda, friend of the show, as you will always be known from here on now, we're going to let you do cold number two. And I believe, if I'm not incorrect, this is one that you posted. 
It is, and I had forgotten all about it, and now I'm reminded once again about it. So this is titled Walden Creek Fountain. And like at a first glance, I thought, oh, okay, it looks like they're nominating some plaque on a rock. But then, you know, those nominations that's like, let's see how many things that are wrong with it. This one is like, hold my beer. I'm going to do all the other ones that are other reasons things are wrong with the waste spot that normally don't go in that category of like the let's see how many things are wrong. So the first thing wrong is the main photo is a collage of images. It's not just one photo. So in the center of the photo is the rock with a plaque on it that might have been acceptable, but it's an obviously photoshopped image for the main photo, so it's not acceptable anymore. The other photos that compose it are, I guess, the surroundings. So you see like a water fountain. I guess that's the actual thing they were trying to nominate, the spraying lake fountain thing, and other green plants and flowers that I guess are located there. The supporting photo is the exact same photo collage image. Um, great location for a gym with many kids in the direct area unable to cross main streets to a gym or stop. The description says, sorry, that was the supporting text. The description text is Walden Creek founded in 1997. And then I like to look at the map just to see like what is nearby. Um, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, there's nothing here. I feel like sad for them. Or it's like, oh, that's a really bad photo. I will make a note to myself and maybe visit there someday in the future. Well, I scroll down and where they pinned it is in the middle of the lake where it is not safe to walk to at all. It's like, okay. That's it. I'm done. Bye. You're like so much. You're terrible. like, I tried. I really tried to help you, but you're like, just at some point, you're going to throw your hands up and say, ah, can't do it. Like, so much terrible. Like, the rock is possibly eligible, but you would need to pin it where the rock is, not in the middle of the lake, and just submit only a photo of the rock, not, not a photo collage of like seven photos. <laughs> Now, I fancy a photo collage, but only for the sub supplemental information and the supporting photo, mm -hmm. not for the main photo, yeah. only for the supplemental. So I do fancy that. So, yeah. Well, I think that's a wrap. I think that's a show. Uh, Sarah, Amanda, Lizzie, thank you both so much for being here. And we want to give you a chance to plug whatever you need to plug. Sarah, Amanda, I know you have something special you want to talk about. Do you have anything that you want to plug, Lizzie? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything to plug other than the Georgia Wayfarers Discord, which I've already mentioned several times. But it's one of my favorite discords to hang out in. Um, and you'll get to spend a lot of time with Sarah, Amanda, and I celebrating our approvals and, um, you know, mining for coal. Uh, so it's a good time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Sarah Amanda, what would you like to plug? Okay, so the best way to find me in general is the Wafer Discussion Discord server. I'm Sarah Amanda there. Um, if for some reason you want to hear me go blah, 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 some more in your podcast feed, Dangerous Insights podcast hosted by Pokemon Trainer Jay since season one, episode 14. And we just chat about 
mostly Ingress stuff. And I'm also on As the Pokeball Turns, Season 1, Episode 45, hosted by David Hernandez, where we mostly chat about Pokemon stuff. Also, Monster Hunter Now, it's pretty good. Um, it's a game that you can play on your phone for free. Um, if you would like to use my referral code, it is 4DETJYW. H. I'm not like desperate for paintballs, but I would appreciate them greatly. And I even cleared out 50 friend list spaces. Ooh. I might eventually reset my code if this becomes like a terrible idea and my list is full. So if this goes viral, <laughs> if we'll this see. goes viral, then you'll have to, but then that'll be 50 special people that jumped in early. So that'll be good. Awesome. Well, sure. That would be amazing, yeah. this thing. Sarah Amanda, Sorry, hold on. You, you, you forgot thing. something. So you also played the bingo game on the GoCast server. Talk about that. Oh, uh, yes. I forgot. I do run a monthly bingo every month um, in my local Atlanta server. Not not the Georgia Wayfair, because the prize is um, a Pokemon Go thing. So I do it in a Pokemon Go server. Um, and also in the GoCast server, I run a monthly bingo. Because um, I just want to try to find ways to make, like, try to do make reviewing more fun just make it a little game see if you can find these things um i make the bingo card when i'm doing reviews because like things change over time like the ai filter has caught a lot of the common coal it used to exist so um anything on the bingo card is something i have seen literally that week awesome i love it i love the i love the cross-pollination of different servers and different channels and different podcasts and um, I've always said a, a, a rising tide raises all boats and we're not in competition with any other podcast. So we will pump them up and talk about them and they will pump us up and talk about us. And so if you are a GoCast listener and you do Wayfair, go over and check out Sarah Amanda's bingo and look at that. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. We need to get you a way spotter sticker. Yeah, that yeah. would look great on my. I don't know how we didn't give you one in New York. That 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 that's an um, error on my on my. So, for, for well, indulge me for a second before I close. So, I rem I think we've told this story before where we went to the house in Queens, the Airbnb in Queens. Chris and I walk in with Maddie G, and we're all essentially wearing the same T-shirt. Like none of us planned it. We're all wearing the same Wayfair T-shirt, and then Chris. And Sarah Amanda sit down and you guys for like 35 minutes just start geeking out hard on Monster Hunter. You guys are like going <laughs> for it. And Trainer Mystic and I, and I, we're sitting there looking at you guys and I'm just kind of like slowly backing away from the conversation because I'm like actively not trying to be recruited into Monster Hunter. And you guys are, and I'm listening and I'm like, <laughs> this is probably what my wife and her friends think what I'm talking about Wayfair because you guys were in it and I had no clue what you were talking about zero idea what you were talking about not to like um actually you but um actually i mean monster hunter hadn't had its global release at that time so chris showed me monster hunter briefly but since i hadn't actually played the game and i knew i was going to play it when it came out i was like okay that's nice question mark like i have no context of like having personally played the game so that was actually probably like five minutes and then we were like going down the rabbit hole of plugins uh, and okay. what we'd nominated so it was mostly actually gotcha. Wayfair. by that time and i you would have i had one. creeped away and i was over watching where or whatever game that was because i was like 
Ooh, I had backed away. So I just saw you guys like in this spirited conversation, <laughs> like you guys were going for it. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I was like trying to figure out the bathroom and like, don't flush toilet paper. And I'm like, what? You can't flush toilet paper in the bathroom? And I'm like, what if I didn't have to? But then I'm like, what if I have to? Like, we're going to be here for a couple hours. Like, what do I do? So I had a whole lot of things going on in my head at the time. At least we all had a bed to sleep <laughs> yeah, on. So yeah, yeah, okay. I don't That's, know. Yeah. I guess that was slightly yeah. better. Hey, Chris, we rocked that air mattress, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was a good time. There's a that whole that main room was just full of air mattresses and couches. And it was just like it was, was like eight time. like sweaty dudes in August in New Jersey is what that was. <laughs> and that was there was just a lot of testosterone and snoring and a mouse and like all kinds of good stuff going on. So hey, if you're listening or watching this podcast and you want to hang out with us at the next uh Niantic event, whether it's GoFest or something else, you want to be there. There's always some good stuff going on. Always. All right, you guys got anything else before we sign us off? Nope. I'm good. All man. right. So, would love to tell everybody that we cannot have an episode of Waste Spotters without shouting out our fabulous executive producer, Kate the Cons. You rock, as well as all the other patrons. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Waste Spotters. And if you enjoy what you heard and what you were hearing, there's a couple of ways that you can show us. First of all, we would love it if you would go and visit us on our socials. Our first one is Twitter, at Wayspotters. Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it. Like I said, when Elon Musk comes on the show and gives us an interview, I will let him tell us what he wants it to be called, and I will call it that. But until then, I'm going to say Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it this week. Also, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Wayspotters Podcast. On that, on Instagram, you'll be able to see all the shorts, the dad jokes, the Wayspot of the week, the coals of the week. You'll be able to see it all there. You will also be able to see all of that same content on our TikTok at I Make Wayspots. And for whatever reason, you guys love the TikTok. Um, we have some great uh, suggestions from people. Sarah Amanda gave me a really good suggestion on a TikTok we should make. And um, I'll probably ask Chris to make it because he's much better at the TikTok than I am. But please send us in messages. Let us know what kind of content you would like to see. Um, so that is our TikTok at I Make Waste Spots. And we try to be incredibly interactive with our listeners and our viewers. Second, you can visit our website, www.wastespotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can email us at wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. Now, some of you guys might be watching this on YouTube, and God bless you if you are. And if you're an audio-only listener, you really should go over to youtube.com slash at wastebotterspodcast, and you can see all of our beautiful faces. You can see all of the graphics that may or may not pop up on the screen, but it's just another way to interact with the show, and then you can comment on the YouTube. And we would really appreciate the support. Third, for anybody who wants to call an American phone number, you can call our hotline at 704-426-3710. You never know. Your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show, or you can send us a voicemail directly from Twitter. And finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as, for as little as $1 US a month. All you have to do is go to patreon.com 
slash Pokemon Professor, and you can join the Patreon. You will have access to the Discord for the entire family of networks across, uh, entire family of shows across the network, including Wastewaters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. And finally, if you could all do me a favor, the podcatcher that you're listening to right now, could you go in and give us a rating? Chris and I think five stars are the best stars, but we want you to rate us what you think that we did. How are we doing as a show? How are we doing as a podcast? What do you think? Go on and rate us. And if you want to be a superstar, if the podcatcher you're listening to allows you to write a review, we would love you to write a review and one of us will read it on the show. Finally, 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 season three is here and we have new merch. We will be putting stuff out on our socials with the link to where you can go buy merch. So this is the season one and two hoodie. The season three hoodie will be coming out soon. Actually, it's out. Uh, We will tweet that out. We will send that out on X and Instagram and all that with the link. If you want to go in and get either a season one and two hoodie or if you want to get a season three hoodie. So with that. Again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Wastebotters podcast. And remember, what's a few meters between friends?